0: I feel overwhelmed. I feel exhausted.
1: I feel sorrow. I feel helpless. I want to know who's in charge and why we don't have true leadership. I want to know when will it end. I want to know if things will truly ever change. I want to know what I can do to help stop these killings. I need answers. I need there to be police reform. I need a break. This happens way too often. I
2: need true leadership. We must stop racism. We must listen to those who are affected. We
1: must continue to fight for our rights. We must use this as a catalyst for change. I look forward to the day black people are truly free. I look
2: forward to the day that America takes on. Ownership of this I look
1: forward to the days where my nieces and nephews will be adults and won't have to fear for their lives. I look lives. forward to having hope about being a black
0: person in America. going on everybody hey listeners it's been a while yes welcome back to back cold back back, back 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 again <laughs> yes um so we're gonna switch things up a little bit differently for season three of cold pop bringing
1: you something new baby
0: yes um throughout the entire month of june we're actually going to start off this season with a pride series yep. for the month of june and so we've got some amazing content but because it's our first episode we thought we'd bring along some friends to help us out
1: this some very special guests
0: yes so why don't you all introduce yourselves Hey, it's Mel.
2: <laughs> You're welcome for me being here. Absolutely. I'm so excited about I this ever want everyone to know phone. that he threw up the peace sign. <laughs> right, he like said, he's <laughs> like, hey. He's like, okay. Because I feel like there needs to be a camera in front of me, and there's okay. not. There's just a microphone. So okay. hello, have no listeners. You know what?
1: Season four. Right. Season four. Season four.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're recording in the studio. And yeah. we got
1: another guest. Hey, it's Marcus Bragg. I am so excited to be here. Yay! Hey, what up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> we have been talking about this, I think, ever since Cold Fox started. Yeah, since its inception. Yeah, on. this is like, okay, we we wanted to do something with our friend group and wanted to bring that to you guys. Uh, we just couldn't figure out what it was going to be or how we were going to be able to do it, but
0: now all of that's coming to fruition.
1: Yeah, I, I think it, it's by it's perfect design because, of what everything that is going on right now and the series that we are doing, I don't know of three other men that I would rather do this, this show with. So. No, absolutely. Aww, we're you, also Chris. at Trent's apartment, so y'all know
0: what that means. Noise um, is abundance. Yes, I live in the city. I live in the city. Noise is all you around. Know,
1: Marcus is our little country mouse. So, uh, and and he made, and he and made the he made the trip down. I so, did. you know, every we're once glad. in a while, you got to come out of the yeah. hills. Yeah, so.
0: the soundtrack. Right. <laughs> so. No, not in this climate. <laughs> not in this climate. Um, everybody's got their drinks, though. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining us. We've yeah. got a great
1: show we're going to get into. Uh, I mean, there's been so many things that have uh, that we've done and that we've been working on since we were last doing the podcast. We've done a couple of YouTube specials and series. Hopefully everyone that's listening has been able to
0: catch that. Yes, we've done the For the Culture series.
1: The yes. For the Culture From series, which Month. we loved. And then we also were able to do the Quarantine Chronicles, uh, which basically it is. A, um, it's us
0: being bored.
1: <laughs> I would say it's Essential. us being bored, but also being very creative with our time. Come on, that's what I was going to say. And so, with that, uh, the quarantine chronicles is now ending, and we are ready to come back to the podcast because Bragg
0: is pouring another drink. I love
1: it. <laughs> But because Chicago is reopening, right,
0: Marcus? Yes. By the time this comes out, Chicago will have started the reopening process. on to phase three. However, just to be clear, we are recording this podcast very safely at uh, Trent's house. Everyone has been checked to make sure that they're not sick, no fever, no anything like Everyone that. Everyone is
1: wearing gloves and Lysol. And white down. And condoms. <laughs> Over our because we know you're checked? safe. Well, I wasn't checked. Yeah. Were you right. checked. I was checked. I mean, okay, I'm doing yeah. fine, but I was checking we checked. You were checked. Oh, we might need to end this now. <laughs> right. We got to live. <laughs> edit that out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So, anything else you want to catch up on? I mean, no. Try. I think the big thing is, is like, if you haven't been able to catch the YouTube stuff, make sure that you catch that, um, and then hopefully you are being safe and you've been able to use this time productively to kind of recharge or refocus on whatever it is in your life. But with that being said, let's now move on to our segment entitled, Woo Chow. (laughs) So for those who need a refresher, this is where Marcus and I are able to go over the top pop culture moments from the past week and uh, the moments that made us say, Woo Chow. Okay, so. Okay. (laughs) Come on. I wanted to get in. I love it. I love it. That That was Mel. I love it, Mel. I'm glad that you are feeling Pro-active. Part of the community and part of the Cold Pop family. Yes. Um, don't do that again. <laughs> but, no, 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 no. But let, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. I actually want to start okay. uh, because my moment happened very recently. Okay. Uh, so for those who have been keeping in touch with Trump's tweeting, of course. Uh, How can we not? Right. There's always some things that, are, uh, that he's spewing out, but... This Wu Chao moment actually is courtesy of our Chicago mayor, Miss Lori Lightfoot. Come on. Uh, when she made the, uh, she, she said- heard, I got two words for you. Yeah, she said, Twitter fingers need to turn into trigger fingers because <laughs> she was like, I have some words for you. So in a recent press conference, Lori Lightfoot addressed Donald Trump's tweets and uh, her quote, uh, paraphrasing what she said. Donald Trump's comment last night was profoundly dangerous. And we must stand in firm solidarity and
0: say this is totally unacceptable, no matter who is the speaker. His goal is to polarize, to destabilize local government and inflame racist urges. And we can absolutely not let him prevail. And I will code what I really want to say to Donald Trump. It's two words. It begins with F and it ends
2: with U she Mm -hmm. is such a badass i love her i love it so much yeah she is not to be effed with can we cuss on this thing is this serious yeah no totally this is not serious xm yeah she is not to be fucked with yeah, with her and her little pad folio and her baggy suits. And those suits, yeah, Very yeah. Baggy. She looks like a mobster. Very no, baggy. No, I love
1: it, and like that's what she's I mean. A gangster. She's an old school Chicago gangster. <laughs> that's like the energy she's giving them all the time. Yeah, right? just an old <laughs> Al Capone <laughs> type. But no, I mean, I, I appreciate, it. I appreciate her coming out and and saying that, like you know, regardless of just kind of keeping it real and keeping it, you know, while this might be a Wu Chow moment and a viral moment. That's all on social media right now. It's definitely something that I love hearing from my from my mayor. You know, like saying that that type of behavior is not going to be tolerated, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not down with it. Um, and so, kudos to you, Lori. Yeah, yeah very much
0: kudos to her. Yeah. Um, my Wu Chow is pretty much all encompassing of just we it, we'd be remiss to not say what's happening in Minnesota right now, um, and it is just. A lot going on, and so I just kind of want to run through a couple of things really quickly. Um, first off, uh, rest in peace to um, George Floyd, uh, who who was murdered in Minneapolis. Let's
1: be clear, by murder. a police
0: officer, yeah. by the name of Derek Chauvin. Chauvin, I think that's his name. Um, as of the recording of this podcast, he was arrested and charged with third-degree murder, along with some other charges, potentially.
1: Give me but some that's some not snacks. far enough.
0: Like, the other officers need to be arrested as well, because the they were there, watch. They <laughs> watched. And apparently, there's another video out that shows that more officers were laying on top of George mm-hmm. besides who we saw.
1: And this is where I get into, like, the idea about reform. Like, wh- like we need to be able to hold these people accountable, and there needs to be a standard for things like this, this happens too often, and we cannot treat things as oh, we're going to handle things case by case. No, there needs to be an outright, I think, from the federal government that says if this type of behavior is going on, this is how it will be addressed. Um, and there well, needs this to has be-
0: happened so frequently yeah. now
1: that something like this
0: needs to. be There in needs place. to be a
1: statute set for this is what happens when you um, when you let when you allow your racism to overpower your job and your position as law enforcement. And there's always such a delay. I mean, there's you know, weeks pass in all of these cases before any justice is brought. Because, you know, people have to protest and riot and get on Twitter and get on Facebook and bring awareness and only then will they actually, you know, arrest the, the policeman who did. And so Marcus Bragg is so right. I think that like there's there's so many There have been so many times, right? So, like, for instance, the Breonna Taylor situation, that happened months ago. Okay? In March. That happened months ago. And now we're starting to see the action and and the things behind it. Like, there needs to be some type of... I don't don't even know what to call it, of a... A complete overhaul of
2: our justice system. A complete overhaul of the way that we oversee our police force, Um, just a complete overhaul of how we recruit cops and how we incentivize them. There needs to just be a complete overhaul of leadership because you have these leaders who are sitting in office for years and years and years without term limits, and they're getting kickbacks. And it's just a complex issue that is not going to be fixed by the
1: day-to-day standard status quo in the ahmad situation those those officials that were like um i'm going to recuse myself from this situation right. they also need to be held accountable it's your responsibility like, you can't yeah, recuse like yourself that, right exactly and so just making sure that those people that we are voting for and that we are putting in those positions are going to act out as Lori Lightfoot has demonstrated this week, hello, are going to say, no, this is not going to be tolerated.
0: At some point, there's going to be no more standing on the fence. You're going to have to choose a side, and you're either going to be on the side of progression, or you're going to get left behind. And in Jail. Send that nigga to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Send all of them to jail, you know. Exactly. The unfortunate part for me is that, you know, a lot of this change sometimes and usually takes place at the top. And right now we don't have that person at the top that can no, make that change. No, not at all. So that's very unfortunate. The other part of this that I want to say really quickly, just highlights of um, some other things that were spurred from the Minneapolis uh, protests um Omar Jimenez was a CNN reporter who was arrested live on camera on television yeah on television and it just made me so mad <laughs> it made me so mad because they were doing everything right he would kept asking you know why am I being arrested and they were not saying anything and it was just very aggravating and also I want to give a big shout out to John Boyega who Took a stand. He's he oh, not even that. from this
1: country. That's Mr. Star Wars, right? This yeah. Star Wars mm-hmm. That's thing yeah. like I know him from. But yes, he uh probably people now know him from no, this they know who it is now. <laughs> from
2: this Twitter
1: uh you know, from, from the rant on there. Uh I he's appreciated from, it too. Um London? He's from I'm London? not sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's
1: from the UK, I think. Somebody fact yeah. check, yeah. yeah. I mean when
2: you I mean that accent, did you hear him get upset with that accent, that London accent?
1: Mel, no, you were into the accent. I was
2: into the I hate to take it okay. there, but okay. I
1: mean I, mean, sure. I was no, like, man. y'all better fall in line. Did y'all hear this, this man. British man? man. Yeah. He means business. <laughs> I understand. Oh, okay. So uh-huh. one of the no moments rest. from that whole <laughs> Minneapolis situation, <laughs> mm-hmm. day two of the protest, I don't know if any of you saw it, but on day two of the protest uh, there was a um, young lady, a wheelchair bound young woman, or that, yes. So we thought oh that was wheelchair bound. So we, thought. Right. Uh, so we thought that she was wheelchair, wheelchair bound. What? Um, I thought she was innocently making her way through uh, the protesters and trying to get. I was like, okay, I'll see you out here. Actually, no. Um, in fact, she was stabbing, stabbing the protesters yes. with a knife. Yes.
0: And you see, she let that white girl walk out of the store with the lamps. And then try
2: to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and this is oh. happening at the Target. <laughs> yeah. At the Target. Um, over there in some area of Minneapolis but then uh, she's stabbing people while she's in this motorized scooter pretending yeah. uh, to be handicapped and so, and so then this
0: black man just
1: they rocked her head with that fire extinguisher. oh my gosh so they I mean baby girl got <laughs> hit with the she got they sprayed her with the fire extinguisher <laughs> and then the other old girl came over there and rock them sock em, they, em, she <laughs> definitely got a rock them sock em. <laughs> Uh, bop in her head Shit, which then miraculously did. allowed her to get up and walk away from the situation i'm like like what is what going would, on what here? what would even possess you to pretend to need she a wheelchair she said no she said I, I, don't know. Know. I don't understand i like, don't know that's what i never that's the piece of information I I know never what i'm saying got jennifer I, look I, I give you points on creativity because I've never seen somebody <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. do that, but uh, they definitely got you together once they figured yeah, out what you was mean. actually there for.
0: The funniest thing to me, Brag, you said it, the girl with the lambs. <laughs> she even looked at them somebody lambs Somebody said, this like, girl has these lambs on
1: lay away for like five <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Boy, just to to get all, all my stuff out. out. She took advantage of this i get all out. my <laughs> stuff out they of there. she
0: finally went back to go get them. She said, I had my eye on these lambs. And I hope they show her on TV. Yeah, They've been sharing. The okay, her thing. Yeah. Let's say share Yeah, I saw her this on Twitter. I didn't see her on TV, but yeah. 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 It was a mess. yeah. But
1: definitely another Wu Chao moment. Wu Chow.
0: Wu Wu Chao. All right. Let's take a quick break. So we'll be right back. Get right ready for, for a spiel. Mm-hmm.
2: Messages
1: and action. We are back. (laughs) Come on, Miss Cracker. Yes, exactly. No, we are back uh, with the first episode of Season 3 of Cold Pop. Yes. And this is the time that we really get to kind of spill into uh, what this series is about, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, And so this uh, part of the show is where we'll kind of be able to give you the first glimpse of what we're going to be talking about all month of June.
0: Yes, and so the first part of our pride series, the reason why we have brought our friends on, is mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're gay. <laughs> right. Not only that, but they're also a part of our chosen family. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't get kicked out of this <laughs> okay. family I'd right. 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 be cute. Because so,
1: okay.
0: we know admission <laughs> is not easy. Right.
1: Into tough crowd.
0: we we'll get replaced mm-hmm. real easily. Um, no, but we want to talk about chosen family, and so the first thing I want to start off with just anybody who wants to, what does
1: chosen family mean to you? What does it mean? This is Marcus Bragg. (coughs) Well, I mean, I came out three and a half, four years ago. He's a baby gay. A baby gay, although I feel like I've kind of... Broken in pretty well. Okay, but we're gonna we're going move right along. <laughs> with to live, Adolescent. Okay, made up a lost time <laughs> accelerated path. Okay. Yeah. You know, I uh, my my family is very Christian, religious, devout. I mean, probably like a lot of other Black families, and so mm-hmm. I didn't really have a lot of gay people in my life growing up, um, friends, family, things like that. And so moving to Chicago, I mean, I had to make that family for myself. Um, and I think I've I truly found it. I mean, you know, I have I have close friends who I grew up with, but. They Cannot relate to me on a certain level right. about certain things, right? No matter how much they try, there are certain topics I would much rather discuss with Mel, Marcus, and Trent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the first time I realized I had a chosen family was this Christmas, it was the first time I never oh. went home for a holiday.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we stayed and we cooked, and I uh I think I, I made the best dish of the day. It was the macaroni and cheese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there My was Spain. not a noodle left My in his face. potatoes were a hit. There was not a noodle uh, left. No, they were not, Marcus um, Steele.
1: But yeah, I mean, I think it's it's so important, you know, in gay people's life to have a, a chosen family, and I think I have that.
0: No, no, I agree. I think, this is Marcus Steele, by the way, I think um, chosen family is... It's, it's kind of how you survive a little bit, you know, being gay or of the queer community, LGBTQIA plus community. Um, and so to me, it means it means a lot. I think um, Brag, just to kind of echo off of what you were saying, you know I mean, there was a point in time where, you know, you didn't have or I, you didn't necessarily have that person or people that you could relate to, right. And so when certain instances or situations or questions that you have, You know, who do you go to? Um, Trent and I have known each other for a very long time, and Trent knows there have been many uh, late-night conversations back in the day about, well, how do you do this, or what is this, or have you ever experienced this, or bitch, let me tell you what happened about this, you know, so it, it means a lot to me, I think. Yeah,
1: for me it's about mentorship. I have to guide these okay. young boys, these girls, <laughs> here we go, these right. young women. There we and, go. <laughs> you know, and make them strong, independent black women who can stand on their own two feet. Yes, um, preach. and so that's what it's about. No, but I think it gets down to the point of the majority of us here are also transplants. And yeah. so not having that built-in community uh, coming to Chicago, it was really important that I find uh, that that support that support system for me, and I wanted something that extended, going just going out, people to go out with, so you know, and going to the bars with, and things like that. But a genuine level of support that was pushing me, and that was challenging me, and that was you know calling me out when I was wrong, or kind of being like you you're know, you're never he- wrong. There we go. <laughs> you're always. Wrong. Here we go. But you know, kind of you know, someone those people that were going to. Uh, be able to hold me accountable. I thought to have that is really important uh, to keep me level and grounded. And so that chosen family has been that for me. Uh, the five years, well, no, not five years. It's how many years have been I been in Chicago? A little bit more than that, right? Gosh, uh, like six. Go okay. like many months. Seven. With like 2014? Se- 2013, 2019? baby. So seven, the seven years that I have been in Chicago, um, I've I've worked to kind of build that and to strengthen those relationships. And those were the connections that I've chosen to, to really uh, foster.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree with all of that. Um, like you said, we're all transplants. Um, I am from St. Louis. Um, and a lot of my family, and even some of my long-term friends um, that I grew up with in St. Louis are now all in different areas of the country. And so moving to Chicago, By myself, um, it was important to find um, a group of people that I can solidify a foundation with, solidify friendships with, build experiences with. Um, I think when I think about a chosen family, I think about people who truly know me in my adulthood. I think the family Mm -hmm. that I grew up with um, that's back in St. Louis, they know the old male or the male that was a toddler or a teenager. Um, But the people here, my chosen family here in Chicago, knows the present day male. And so I think that's really important Mm -hmm. um, to have people who know the challenges of my life today, whether they be within my career, within relationships. Um, And also you need someone who is in close proximity to you in case in case an emergency comes up, you know how you get those emergency yeah. Who can contacts? You call? Yeah, yeah, who can you call? Like yeah, when you're, you're filling call. out those forms at work, and they're like, "Who's mm, your emergency contact?" contact. Mm-hmm. I can't put my mama who lives all the way in <laughs> California. Yeah, right. yeah, I need y'all. So thank yeah. you for being my chosen family and my emergency contacts. When <laughs> when Mel said
0: the old male, you know what I thought of? You ain't fucked me. You fucked fuck the all old Mel. That, <laughs> is, my <song>. that <laughs> is
2: my song. Yes. Um, okay, so
0: speaking of like on the t- the same wavelength. Of chosen family let's get into what it what was it like when you found yours Um, for me I've lived all over the country from you know Montana to Florida to California Mm -hmm. to back here in Illinois and I have been lucky enough to find people to be a part of my family wherever I go and it's been very beneficial to me because whenever I go back to visit those places um, mostly like California you know I've got gay friends there and straight friends and stuff who you know, I know I can count on and I still keep in contact with and still talk to to this day. Like, even from Montana, there's a group of girls that, you know, we work together. I still talk to them. Just, I just actually got a wedding invitation from one of them mm-hmm. for a wedding this year, you know. So, I mean, finding my chosen family, once you know where to look, That's yeah. I think that's the key Ooh. point there. Yeah. Once you know where to look and what you're looking for, I think that's a good... Um, indication of, you know, how you find your family. But I'll open it up to the floor. Like, how did you find your chosen
1: family? Well, for Trent, for me, it's it's a it's a sense of security. It, it's having a sense of security that there are people that you know that are in your corner um, that are around you and that you can interact with on a daily basis and be able to have FaceTime with. I mean, looking back at this, I mean, these last couple of months through quarantine, um, I've relied on this group heavily uh, as my life has kind of shifted and transitioned into something that I didn't, I'm not going to work. I'm not, you know, I can't go outside. You know, <laughs> There's wow. a lot of things that are going on. And so kind of like leaning on this, leaning on this group to kind of help keep me motivated sane. and, and oh. sane. Um, it helps, it just helps provide that. And so I think that that's, the big that's the, what comes to mind most when I think about what it what it feels like. It's just security. You know, I was thinking, this is Marcus Bragg. Um, <clears throat> I met a guy in Chicago probably like a year ago. And I think he had one of the more tragic like coming out stories um, where like his family abandoned him. Mm. Parents said, fuck you. Kicked out the house. I mean, he told me he had not seen his parents in almost a decade. Wow. Um, and I think, you know, in cases like that, like, it is so important to have a chosen family because it's not even so much the children on the front, that is your family because your you know biological family didn't stand by you, you know, through a very difficult time in your life. And so, um, I mean, I just think it just illustrates the importance of a chosen family for particularly gay people, you know.
2: Yeah, this is Mel, um, those are all great responses. Um, the one thing that I would add um, as I think about our chosen family, um, the men that I'm sitting. Almost six feet apart from at this table. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my aha moment was when our conversation started to go beyond hanging out, surface level, mm-hmm. yeah. bar talk. Yeah. Um, and more I remember personal things, right? Yeah, more personal things. And I think I had a moment where I said to myself, I like these boys because I think they genuinely are interested in my Mm well-being, my growth, my progression. Um, And we started having conversations about our careers and our families, and that matters, more deep conversations. So I think that's when um, I thought that this was a chosen family for me. So you hit the nail on the head
0: there with what are the benefits? Speak on that a little bit more because you talked about how – you know, certain people were more interested in your progression and your well-being and stuff like that. Would you consider those benefits of being a part of a chosen family or what are some other
2: benefits that you think fall into those categories? Um, I think that some of the other benefits are um, just someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. You just kind of need someone to bounce ideas off of. I mean, I think all of us are in different stages of our lives at this point. We're looking for apartments, we're searching for new careers, um, and searching having, for a man. Searching for a man, you know. <laughs> you <y'all, y'all. laughs> We're, look, we're a referral for each other right. to, to find you know life right. partners. Um, and I needed a group because it's not working. <laughs> we're not doing a good job. No, <laughs> the
1: referrals are not coming no, are in. Thinking, Marcus Bragg, it's not working. No. What do y'all think are some of the benefits? No. I mean, I, know, I, I mean for me, I, like I, I think
2: either.
1: no, I uh-huh. think that there are definitely fringe benefits to come to being a part mm-hmm. of w- what we call Tough Crowd. Uh, which is the name of our family that we call? I think that's our like official name, right? They be talking shit. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think so. I mean, we've changed. It was V. D- yeah, it was V. But then it's tough crowd.
1: No, it's and a tough like, crowd. and this is how I it's refer it angry, to right? as yeah. the group. Um, but no, I mean the benefits. I think are the memories that we make, like Christmas. I think so. That was the first time. This was, but that was the first time that I didn't go home for Christmas. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think. Um, so. And so that's like, it's crazy that that was the first time that we felt like comfortable and that it felt like home and right. it, it just felt like home this past Christmas and mm-hmm. so uh, I think that the memories that we have are definitely part of the benefits and then I would also say it helps deepen and widen our connections. I go to mail about questions about marketing all the time and how we can help move Cold Pop into bigger and better areas. Um, when it comes to computers I still don't know quite know what Marcus <laughs> Bragg does, but, uh, but when, it to, when it comes to computers, I'm gonna definitely give him a call. Some um,
0: what does w- Marcus Bragg do? Some weird right. uh, right. uh, I would
1: be it. and I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the the other the member of our of the, the baby family. of our family who couldn't be here tonight. But Mike, um, it's just it's really cool to see people doing their thing and growing and flourishing and being able to kind of witness that because I don't feel like you get to see that with every other with every other friend that you have. Mm -hmm. I think that there are some times that you can kind of see uh, what Instagram or what social media is showing you. And I think the beautiful thing about this group and what's beneficial for me is that I get to see you guys in every single light when you guys Mm -hmm. are struggling, when you guys are thriving, Mm -hmm. I get to see what all of that looks like. And it helps. Okay, real all of that. Right. But, right. It, it, but it does, it it helps me um, in the sense of knowing that, you know, I'm also on my journey and that I'm not alone in some of the things that I'm feeling. So I think that those are some of the benefits that come to mind for me. You know, I, I'd say, I just think, you know, we, we relate on a, on a certain level that we probably can't relate with other friends of ours. doesn't mean, mean that, you know, we're not as close with those friends, but we just have a certain thing in common that, I don't know, is common ground between us. I mean, I have friends who live very different lives than I do. You know, they're straight, or they're female, or they have kids, you know, those things I cannot relate to, so I can listen, I can empathize, but on a certain level, I will never get it, I think, until I experience that, and I mean, there are just certain things about my life here, being who I am, where Mm -hmm. I am in Chicago, that only you guys will get. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I mean, I don't know, I I think that's just what makes this so great for me, because there are just certain things only, you know, you guys will get, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like I can truly confide in you about those things.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with all of that. Of course, with benefits, you know, there's always the opposite. Are there any downsides of of being a part of a chosen family, or um, any downsides to just any of like the characteristics that you know make up a chosen family, or were you a part of a chosen family that Mm. didn't quite work out? You know, anything like
2: that? Yeah, I'll jump in. This is Mel. I think there's a little bit of a learning curve with a chosen family. I mean. And, I mean, in retrospect, this is, our friendships are really new still. We all met as early as 2016, some of us before that, some of us after that. I definitely think there is a little bit of a learning curve in trying to get to know a person. And um, Mm -hmm. I feel like there has been times within our, our family where you, certain people may not have felt that someone was being as forthcoming or as open. Um, but that takes time. It takes time for you to open up. Oh, maybe I'm talking about myself. Maybe it's me. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not as <laughs> open. What? Projection. Oh, I right, right. projecting. Right. But no, I, I do. I think that it takes, um, a little time to get to know people. Um, and it sometimes takes a little time for people to open up. So I think that could be a little bit of, you know, a hindrance at the beginning.
0: I definitely think mm-hmm. that being a part of a chosen family and having full-on connections, It's not something that just happens overnight. Mm -hmm. You know, it's definitely something to where you have to forge those relationships. One thing I really like about our group is that there's a difference between being a part of a chosen family in a group and rather than when you're one-on-one with someone. And the one thing I, I, I can only speak for myself, so I'll let you all speak for yourselves. And this group, like I have a personal relationship with everybody in this group. There have been certain circumstances and situations that I've been involved with with everyone, whether it be um, with Mike at a terrible birthday dinner that we experienced, <laughs> or whether it be with Marcus Bragg, who had to come babysit me for an entire day, or whether it be Mel, who we out doing some trifling shit that we needed each other's back no on. Um, and then, of course, with Trent. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's a lot. Oh, that... I don't get an example. <laughs> <laughs> at least you
2: didn't get a trifling example.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever. Anyways, but I, mean, I want like, you to give a good example for trans so because he brought it up. The no, reason why I didn't give one. an example is because there's too many. <laughs> there
1: there yeah. are way too many examples. Give us I'm just like,
2: one. Just No, one I'm gonna ladder. let
1: him live. I'm gonna let him live. Um because I want to talk about down downsides as well. Oh oh please, you have the floor. Have the floor. Okay, because I feel like I'm gonna keep it real. Oh, keep it real. The only downside that I see is that with this chosen family just like a regular family you just can't be like fuck it like with this group I think that you if you were just like fuck it when things didn't necessarily go your way or if there was an issue with something else like you couldn't necessarily just throw us away I don't think that we would allow that to happen (laughs) Uh oh you can't Um, go (laughs) right it's like this is just ghost and disappear yeah this is kind of blood out blood blood in blood out Um, with this group if you guys didn't know Can we put an asterisk on this and say that we are not a gang? <laughs> we are a family. It's definitely a family, but um, I think it could be tough. Like, I mean, okay, so like what some of the downsides. Can we not can we please call it out and name it of being like, Yeah, there are times where like boys come into the picture and it's like, oh damn, okay. Well, he wants it. He's looking at him, or you know, mm-hmm. I'm interested, and you know, oh, like that's absolutely happened.
0: Um, that definitely. I'm looking sucks. at two of the girls right here, who we always have to constantly keep in check. Like, okay, who knows this person? Is there any... Anybody do we feel like that that's a story? downside? I feel like that's no, a downside. I don't
2: think we run into those issues that often. I feel like okay. it's mean, sort of an understanding that it's like a first-come, 1st first serve, right? <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't think we've ever... We've never fought over a no. boy. Well, we're not going to fight fought over I That's the board. one thing I'm going to say.
0: We've never fought over no. any... Oh, we're not going to fight over boys. Boys. There's so many niggas in Chicago. Yeah. Like, no. That's one thing we don't do. But I will say, I think... I think... And correct me if I'm wrong here. I think there is a... With this group... Everyone is on the same level. And I think with that level comes a maturity of communication. You know, like if I have an issue or a problem with someone, yeah, I may vent about it to another friend in the group, but I'm also going to come to that friend that I have the, the issue with. You know, I have made it very clear that, you know, I will never say anything behind, you know, about you that I wouldn't say to your face. Absolutely, you know, and if sometimes that comes with a misunderstanding. I'm gonna remember that. Please do. Well, I talk about Trent all the time. I heard <laughs> <you> <laughs> said, I somebody, somebody said I it. <laughs> that somebody is his favorite quote.
1: Somebody well, said. Somebody said, it's like, well, yeah. eight but five bitches in this group, right. so let's do. And a if it's not you, and if it's not the person you're talking to, who the hell is other, it?
0: right? But it's no, I, it. I get what you're saying. I, I mean, I don't necessarily think that there's a downside, but I think that there are definitely. You know, there are times where, you know, there needs to be a little bit more communication about certain topics or certain issues.
2: Do you agree? Do you not agree? Now you're looking at me kind of weird. No, I'm listening. That's my listening face. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I have a weird listening face. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: my bad. You know, uh, this is Marcus Bragg. I would say, I also knew we became good friends when we had uh, uh, a few fights. Yeah, uh, I think you that, know, that like was real true. Arguments. Oh, oh, I'm talking
0: about. Is, well, well, okay, wait, 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 Save that because that's for the next. That's for the next topic. Fun story. I agree. Oh okay. Or so actually, go ahead, go on. Into no, it. no, go we can save it. All
1: I'm gonna say is, with good friends, you can truly fight. I think. With, with yeah. lesser friends, if I have had some of the disagreements or I don't know fights that I maybe had with you guys the friendship would have fizzled off or would not be what it is today. But I think, you know, you have a certain You get to a certain point and you're like, all right, we can work through this. Right. Or it's just a fight. We were drunk. We'll, you know, sober. Yeah. You know, talk about the next day and move on and be fine. And I truly don't think there's been bad blood after those. I think we truly have. We laugh at all story. these stories yeah, now. So, yeah. yeah.
2: I agree. Okay. So that brings. Did you have something you want to say? No, I, it just dawned. I had an aha uh, The big fight that <laughs> we uh-huh, A okay. second story fight. I'll hold off.
0: Well, let's get into it because that, that was the next topic. <laughs> We're not talking like, about the details of that. We don't have to do Yeah, details. I don't think we need to do oh, details. No details. We can just do a quick outline. But people what, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <Right, laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Fun stories. Fun stories about being a part of a chosen family. Brag, why don't you start with yours? Because I mean, I think that is a perfect segue because not all of them are always. Necessarily like fun when they happen, but like looking back on them, then it's like, bitch, we were all wilding out that
1: night. Okay, well, I mean, I'll start. I'm going to be vague because I'm going to leave out the details. But I mean, I you know, I, I came in very drunk one day. to We an all event. came in they, You know, uh, I was not with the other four guys. You know, earlier on in the day, I was out, you know, running the streets. But then flying I met kites. up with them later on, <laughs> super drunk, flying kites out here in the streets. And I mean, I, I think I was I was a little hot. And you know, there are a lot of big personalities. In this in, group. Oh, really? Everybody has a big person. <laughs> I don't know about everybody, but. Not I me. Mean. <laughs> Girl. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: I'm gonna let y'all jump in. Yeah. No, I'm, go. I do wanna add one little detail that you're okay, missing to that we story. We had just left a very, I don't want people to think like we're alcoholics or anything. We had just left a very classy event. event. It was a Louis Vuitton event. that <laughs> we had just left. So we were know, in our, we were in our, I'm
1: giving the facts, I'm
2: yeah. giving the facts. And, so I was we had, and you had were coming shorts. from
1: where? where? Where were you coming from? I don't from? know. I can't even remember Leah. where I was. I was <laughs> He's Leah from, I was, <laughs> Leah from Real Housewives in New Leah, York. Yeah. And of course I don't get the reference. I have no idea who this woman is. You're a oh, single yeah. mother. All these kids. i Get them to school for the field trips. Yes. You need support. Go ahead. No, all I'ma say is that was something else. I'm surprised right. second story led us back into right. the bar. And so I took like three months off. The the thing that I've, I and that is one story, but one of the things that I feel like is the funniest is that wherever this group goes, the presence is known. We are definitely a unit. Right off and the bat. We are people know that we <laughs> People know that we're going to be in the room. Why? Because uh, because of the big personalities, there are always Academy Award winning performances <laughs> yes. um, in yes. this group. Uh,
0: Every time I go somewhere and like the whole group is not. Oh, where's the rest of you? Where's the rest of the gang? Yeah. <laughs> um, where's everybody else? Then and that's
1: interesting. I remember the first time my old man was uh, with this group as a full mm. group and. You know, we kind of talked. It was like, oh, what do you thinking about friends? And da, 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 He took a breath. Yeah, and he was <laughs> like, Ooh. he was
2: overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, he? he was
1: like, yeah, you guys are alive. When we
2: went to St. Louis for Mardi Gras, there was only three of us on that trip. And I thought the three of us exhausted me. So when all the five of us are together... I can only imagine. You can mm-hmm. only imagine.
0: The only thing that exhausted me was that man <laughs> with the knife in the alley. In the alley.
2: I mean, I I wait, me. is that a fun story? Or yes, it's a fun story. A fun I story. wouldn't say fun, but yeah, it's like, a story.
1: It was not a fun story, but it's yeah, a story. So, I mean, there's there's definitely lots of memories um, with this group and lots of fun stories that have, that have had. And I think that's also part of the benefits, too, like... These are the people that you are living out some of these crazy memories, crazy times with um, that you'll be looking back on for years to come. Anybody have any other fun stories they I want to
2: tell? I have lots. Like, I on, mean, share. Those not fun. Those share. are a little depressing. I mean, they don't have to be fun. But just I'm thinking about never. all the birthdays that we celebrated together. Mm-hmm. Like, our birthday a couple years ago at yeah. Rhyme or Reason, was that the place we went to that's oh, not that closed. Nice. The, bre-
0: the breakfast place.
2: Yeah, the breakfast place and everything. Oh wait, they're closed? They're closed the for like... Closed they turned into a, a Mexican oh, wow, restaurant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wow. And like all the things we did after the birthday brunch and that party, we that corporate party, that, yes. that company party that we crashed in Lincoln Park. Trent's birthday this year, where we, I don't know how we got that private room with that really nice table setting. Because I'm me. It, at it, it, untitled. Uh, I mean, um, we're name dropping a lot of restaurants, we, so you're, you're welcome.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about <laughs> how Marcus Bragg has missed everyone's birthday, but, mine. Some, <laughs> but somehow has managed to pull off some extravagance <laughs> for Bragg has tra- had
1: the, the most extravagant birthdays out of this group.
0: But he showed up to Nat mail on
1: everybody else's true. birthday,
2: except for he <laughs> the <laughs> party bus knows. that we went on in October. That, that was love. fun. Yeah. Was that Jameel's birthday? What was that? Yeah. That was Jameel's
1: birthday, yeah. For Halloween. For Halloween. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that party was something else. But yes, you got a story. Party. I mean, I, I mean, there are so many things that I could bring up. Um, one in particular that kind of just rises. That just rises. I know where you're going with
2: this. Where am I going? <laughs> Is it Marcus Bragg's birthday? The day that we took that like. Cross country trip to do all these wardrobe changes. Oh, that's a different oh my story. gosh. That's the day Trent I and I was not got going fun. that day.
1: Oh. That I was, I was a not fun going day. that no, that was not fun <laughs> for me.
0: Looking back, it was very interesting, but that was the day Trent and I got into the
1: fight. Yeah, that was not a fun day for me. That was a lot going on that day. Um, no, the day in particular that I was gonna talk about uh, was very recently our get together at Marcus Steele's house um oh. i yes, i yes. We're just gonna call the get together at Steele's house. Yeah, a, that a was wonderland. a um epic. That was an epic day. That was a there memory was, making day. That was. Us. I have pictures from that night. Yeah, we took like oh.
0: pictures in the in the. Delete delete them, them. I don't think
1: we need to see it. No, delete <laughs> them all. I don't think we need to see them. But we're those those are down like down times down. that I will always remember. Um. You know, I, I mean, it's funny because like Mel, you introduced me to my boyfriend. So, I mean, there are certain, you know, there are certain dates, and that was the same night that we ended up meeting Mike. And yeah. like, there's just so many interacting things that that kind of raise um, as fun memories for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, last topic on this before we close out this segment, mm-hmm. um, I think Trent, you kind or of, oh, no, brag, you kind of hit on this a little bit earlier in the discussion. But what was the moment that you knew that you had? Found the right chosen family for you or that you were a
2: part of a chosen family? Well, I think I already spoke and said I had an aha moment where I really felt like everyone was interested in each other's well-being and progress and growth. And um, I guess my other moment was probably when we took our first group picture and I was like, damn, we look good. Hello, tap, tap. I've got all of those group pictures. Are you
1: talking about the day that I came out in an outfit for y'all birthday weekend? There None
0: have been so one.
1: many the outfits. There's been okay. so many outfits, but yeah. not that one. I'm a look queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, that's the moment that you knew, okay? I think the moment I knew was the Christmas, uh, Christmas bar hop. Do you remember do you guys remember that the Christmas bar hop I think it was for Marcus Steele's birthday and we ended up going to another um, we ended up going to another bar and there was a very dramatic performance of um Crazy in Love by Beyoncé oh, yeah, yeah.
2: and I think that that was
1: yes. I think that that was the time that I knew I was like okay I have four backup dancers that I knew. <laughs> I did you were there. Yeah, hold the fuck up. there. Where was I at? I was the I there?
0: Up. I, I, I thought you were. I knew no, you there. were there. You were just watching. There. You know you don't dance.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll, you I'll sit there. watching. Yeah. Hold the fame. I fan. was like, I got... I, yeah, I was like, okay. Shut up. I'm, I have solidified it. <laughs> <laughs> Good to go. A backup dance? That, and I would also say Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving was the time. Yeah, nice. That's Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Thanksgiving. I think anytime we, like, get together, like, I just... I feel really good because you know, again, it's it's to the point to like where, you know, you meet friends and you have friends and stuff like that that you hang out every now and then, but when you when you get to the point that where people start associating you with people, mm. then you have no choice but to just call them family. Because now everywhere I go, it's, oh, where's the other Marcus? Like, I don't know. Right. At I don't home know what with it, his name. Right, at home. Like, this <laughs> <laughs> imaginary man. man. So yeah. yeah. okay. But no, like, they're always like, oh, we're the Marcuses? And stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, so I guess I can't get rid of this right. boy now. So he's here. But no, stuff like that, I think that's... Those are definitely good memories for me. Just anytime we get together, because it's always an event when we get together. It's always a production. An event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's the always. one I was looking for. It's a production. Uh-huh. Right. So, gotcha. Anybody have any last thoughts about Chosen Family? Um, how you feel, felt, will feel? Okay. Well, let's take another break. And when we come back, we'll go to Fizzor Flat and yes. we'll close out the show.
1: All right, and now we are back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. So for those who need a nice little refresher, Fizz or Flat is where we, Marcus, and myself are able to go down the uh, top moments, whether it be movies, music, TV, and we rate them a fizz if we're feeling them or a flat if we're not. We are also gonna let you get in on the fun as well and rate these moments that we've highlighted as top moments in pop culture. Awesome, exciting. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead immediately and go to RuPaul's Drag Race season finale. The reason why? Because we recently just watched it as a group. We did. um, And processed it as a group. And so I definitely want to get some thoughts about it. What did you guys think about the finale? Knowing that it wasn't necessarily the traditional finale that we get, um, RuPaul's Drag Race always does a big, huge finale finale. With it's filmed in a theater and it's always these like big stunts and shows and bringing, you know, crazy drag queens back from seasons past. It's always a good time. What did you guys think of this this season? Um, I'll go first.
0: This is Marcus Steele. Um, I will give it I'll give it a fizz because they had to work with what they got. Exactly. You had to work with what you had. Um, it could have been no finale, you know? So, I mean... That would have sucked. That would have sucked. Or they, would, they could have waited, which would have sucked for the contestants, because who knows how long it would have been before they would have been able to film something. And so, I think they made the best about what they had. I think it was... I thought it was tight. It was concise. It was an hour and a half long. Um, all of the girls looked great. Uh, it just... It was what it was. Uh, the only bad downside to me is... Come on, Rue. Like, this... Where's, this, this where's the outfit? This mask? The and outfit. These masks? And then, yeah. yeah this, that's a no for me. Like, the no drag. Yeah. The, <laughs> the no drag of it Of all. the drag race. Yeah, it just felt like there was not even any, there's no effort. Like, oh, let me just throw in this cheap little mask here, the cheap looking mask, and, you Ooh. know, put on the show. Okay. And, like, you have all these other girls who put in all of this effort and had multiple outfit changes and multiple backgrounds and stuff, and y'all had them do all of this work, and you can't even turn out a look for one show, one episode? I definitely
1: think that there could have been something done um, on Ruth's part, whether it was having Raven come in with the mask and do her makeup, or whether that is, I'm going to do my own makeup this this time around. Um, For me... I do believe that they they did the best with what they could. They were kind of trying to get it together. But also, I feel like they had plenty of time to really kind of figure out and right. tease this out to because what it they could be. Because they knew at the beginning of the season. Yeah, this yeah. could have been really teased out. So a couple of the big misses for me um, from this finale. Number one, it's just kind of going back to what we've seen with this whole the erasure of Sherry Pie yeah, and like no mention no talk about it like we're just going to let this statement this top statement of VH1 kind of um, outline that, that which we didn't weird. see yeah. this finale for the finale show I was like oh where's the Sherry Pie statement Yeah, but I think that there could have been a statement said by Rue by yeah. someone um, that kind of just that just spoke to that like this complete erasure like we're just not even going to talk about it we want you to forget it. Well, it's not something that we're going to forget. Like this was a part of the experience, and like let's talk about it. Um, I think that also, I would have loved to see something in regards to the current like current landscape of like what's going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. I would have personally liked to see something like that. Well, and not just that.
0: happening though. So this was this finale was recorded
1: at least a week or two ago. A week or two ago, which we still knew about Breonna Taylor, and we knew about Ahmaud Arbery. So, like, I would have just, I personally would have liked to see, like, something, even if it was, like, even if it was, like, a little Sherry Pie statement, like, okay, don't do the Sherry Pie statement, do a George Floyd statement, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would have loved to see something like that, personally, Ruben, Black Black Queen, like, I would have loved to see something like that, personally. Isn't that one of the criticisms of RuPaul, though? I mean, I'm not a drag race expert, but I mean, I, I see a lot of people on Twitter making comments about RuPaul mm-hmm. pandering or, you know, catering mm-hmm. to white folks. I agree. And not, I mean, so I, I suppose I'm not surprised that didn't happen, given all that. Yeah, no. And I I, I don't think I'm necessarily, I'm not going to say I'm surprised. I'm disappointed it didn't happen. I thought mm-hmm. that that was a missed moment. I thought that it could have been something really special. I love the tribute to Jacqueline Wilson. Yes. Um, I thought movie. that that was extremely special, extremely poignant and heartfelt. Um, I could have done without the the close up face lip sync. we didn't need that, especially if they were going to have all three go to the end anyway, yeah, if that was going to be what you guys wanted to do like I didn't need that close up face lip sync that did it it really didn't do anything for me. It was probably a time filler it was an hour and a half show. I mean they're at
0: home what are you gonna have them do
1: yeah so. when do when do you guys think they would have auditioned for this season and like gotten chosen. To so this was filmed last summer. Oh. I mean, that that's so like unlucky and unfortunate that they, you know, finally after all this time got on the show and then of course yeah. COVID-19 19 happens and like you... Season the 12 has been through the, the band ringer. Band. Yeah. I'd be pissed. Um, it was tough. And so I... Performing in my living room. Yeah, couch. it's yeah, it's definitely tough, and I would have. I mean, a mess. <laughs> Shady, but he's shady. not wrong. Like uh, I, I would have. It was something else. I just don't know what. I mean, it, it's not a fault of hers. I mean, it's nothing that he that, that she could control. I'm just, I just okay, Hill Harper. I, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Edit that out. And get canceled <laughs> no, on Hill Harper misgendering. <laughs> People. No, the, the, what I don't know is if people who do drag are they transgender? Do I refer to them as a she only in drag all the time? I say he, I, I, I don't know. My rule is if, if, if in you're drag, drag she. she.
0: If you're out of drag, he, unless they okay. state otherwise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Honest mistake. Anyway, I just the, the living room was was. So, are you giving us a visor flat brag? I think, I, I think I'm gonna give it a flat because okay. I was I was watching like ooh this is painful. But but I mean again, drag is. I don't watch RuPaul, so I yeah. don't think you know. Peyton I'm extremely that happy song. that Jada won. Same, but spoiler alert. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Sorry, uh, but I'm extremely happy that Jada won. But the the show was a flat for me. Mel.
2: Oh man, I'm not. I'm new to the the drag world, so I'm just going to go with Fizat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so we just just okay. making okay. up words. Okay. Yeah. Gonna get. You're right.
2: welcome. Fizat. Uh got
0: it. Okay, <laughs> I don't have anything to say. Yeah. Can yeah. that be the name of the of this road. Road a, it was a fist, fist for that. you, right? Yeah, it was a fist free. Okay, great. Um, my first thing is um let's talk HBL
2: Max. Let's please. I need the you got the details. See, okay, yeah, I don't subscribe.
0: know. I knew that was gonna get you. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, <laughs> this and I got this from Twitter, you know, <laughs> so who knows if it's true or not. So apparently. True. If you have HBO Now, mm-hmm. that means you had an HBO subscription and you get whatever the HBO fundamentals are. If you have HBO Go, that means you don't have a subscription, but you want to watch it mobilely, like on a phone or a tablet or a computer or something like that, then you would use HBO Go. And then if you have HBO Max, that means you have everything in the the HBO library. And Time Warner, I think it is. I think Time Warner or whatever properties that they I have. i over it. What has happened is, is that they have done a poor job of explaining why yes. you need even more. I don't think
1: they even else. know. They probably I really don't. They probably don't. I went and just kind of flipped through some things on HBO Max and I'm just yeah. kind of like, all right, so with the exception of the original shows that are going to be Showcased on HBO Max, mm-hmm. which some of them I'm excited about. Legendary Same. is one, and so they won't know. be on HBO Go.
0: No, no. only on yeah, Max. And any of the Time Warner stuff, like Rick and Morty, and yeah. all of that, that's not on. So, HBO so why would, right would you now?
1: have HBO Go? Even because like you have that's before. Thing. So like, I think that there, this is these streaming services is something that we've talked about on this podcast before yes. of just mm-hmm. how this is starting to kind of get. A little bit out of control for me. It's too crowded. It's too... It's too too saturated. saturated. Too much. The Queen's too much. BET has an app. I mean, everybody has an app. We all got... I mean, I I feel like me. I got rid of cable because Netflix and Hulu came out. But now HBO is so so expensive. But if I have to download seven, eight apps, that all cost me 10 bucks a month.
0: So now, apparently,
1: if you have HBO
0: Go, then it automatically transitioned over to HBO Max for you.
1: Okay, so when
2: I go in my bedroom and turn on my Roku, I had H- HBO Go because have I his- have a cable subscription to HBO. Right. So that should have transitioned to HBO Max. Should it shouldn't that? You're looking at me like right. I'm the expert because <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I you know. brought this to the table, so give me the full... I'm just telling dude. you that that's what
0: I know. I don't know yeah. if that's true. I think they've done a poor job. I will say... um, I got HBO Max because it came free with my AT&T subscription.
1: Same. Mm-hmm. I did would it not download, have for it. Did it download on your phone automatically? No, I had to call and like work out the kinks. Mine downloaded on my phone automatically.
0: And so I asked that. So the, when I was on the phone with AT&T, I asked, number one, why it wasn't showing up. And they were working through a bunch of kinks. And they finally got mine working. And then I brought up your scenario to her, to the customer service lady, and I was like, oh, well, I've got a friend who said that his just came up, and she said that he must have already had an HBO subscription, and that's why it just automatically downloaded.
1: Interesting. Uh, Because, so I got it, it automatically downloaded on my phone, and then two days later, I got a... Text message. I got a text saying, "Oh, you should download HBO Max." I'm Mm -hmm. like, "It's already on." You know what this is? This is this
2: just gives people another reason to ask me. Oh, have you seen this show? Have you seen that show? So many shows. Another reason right. to yeah. annoy me. I
0: mean, and let's be clear here. Like, I so I'm going to be honest. Like, I have a bunch of the streaming services, but I've got them all for free. Like, mm-hmm. I got the Apple Plus, the Apple, well, the Apple TV Plus because I got a new
2: phone. Mm-hmm. And I got that. was Which on I don't get Apple TV Plus. I don't know. Like, what's free on there and what's. It seems like everything I've seen on there is either you have to rent it or you have to buy it. Oh, it's so and you're on the wrong
0: you're on the wrong UI. Like there's an actual Apple TV Plus UI that has all of the shows. Um, I say you know what I mean by I say UI. Yeah,
2: right? user interface.
0: Yeah, um, oh, okay. I'm a marketer. Like, you're in you tracking. Your I, I knew you would know. You're in there, you <laughs> <fashion>. <laughs> I didn't know.
1: I was like, what is? Like, but
0: <laughs> there, there's a whole other UI. I'll show you that has like okay. all of the shows on there and everything's free. And yeah, then I have me. I'm like an old man. I need a fucking tutorial. <laughs> the only thing I paid for was Disney Plus. Okay. Um, because I'm a huge Marvel kid and Disney kid anyway, and so yeah. I liked. I wanted to have that, but then I have Hulu. Me and you have shared Hulu, Netflix, and HBO stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mean, very much so. Honestly, and I don't. This is probably illegal, but like, if I you have a too. group of friends, yes. Yeah.
1: Everybody buy one app the yes. trade password. Benefits oh. of a Chosen Family. Right. right. Um, oh. Bringing it back full circle. Mm-hmm. No, full circle. Um, so I think while I'm annoyed at this HBO Max, I am excited about some of the programming, though.
0: So let's go around the table. Fizz or Flat
1: for HBO Max? Trent, we'll start with you. Flat for the sloppy rollout. Oh. Um, but Fizz for the programming that's coming. Brag. Flat. I mean, HBO Now and Go have confused me for years. Max, I didn't even hear about, and I am on Twitter religiously. I mean, I just... I I can't with another streaming app. I can't. I cannot. Right. Flat.
0: I'm going to give it a fizz because, number one, I really like their user interface. It's really cute. Um, It's very organized. It's easy to find things. They've got good content, and they've managed to... Go back into the vault and the libraries to find good shows and stuff to compete with Disney. So I'll give it a fist. They
2: paying her. I'm going to play Devil's Advocate. I was going to give it a flat. Mm-hmm. But it's HBO. HBO is going to figure it shows, out. Yeah. I hate the way that they rolled things out. I don't get it. Um, my parents don't get it because I'm using their subscription service. Um, they can't <laughs> help me figure out how to access the Max, But... I'm gonna give it a fizz. I think okay. HBO is known for good content. They're the same station that gave us Sex in the City. They gave us girl. Insecure. I can't forget that. So I'm gonna give them a fizz for potential in the same way that we give okay. these niggas out here, you uh-huh. know. With potential, potential, our time. So, I'm going to keep giving HBO time. my time. We will see. they okay. got potential.
1: Well, ne- be, just be ready for next month when they release HBO Go Now Max.
2: Max so,
1: yeah. <laughs> 2. Right. right. HBO Max to the plus. Another $10. <laughs> right. I cannot. No, so my last little thing is I just started getting into Homecoming on Amazon Prime. Um, and I am hooked. It is. So it is not the Beyonce documentary. It is a show um, that basically follows veterans who are coming home from war into a transition program called Homecoming. Um, Julia Roberts stars in season one. Janelle Monae is the star of season two. Um, It is an anthology series. uh, So you can technically watch season two without watching season one. I would not recommend it. I think that you need the full context of the show. To kind of get into it, but for everyone that I have recommended this show to, they love it. Homecoming on Amazon Prime.
0: See, I don't got this money for all of these apps and streams. Like, I don't own Amazon Prime, so like, no, I feel sorry you can use for you. our
1: accounts clearly because you just said that everybody buy one. You just okay, damn. I gotta yell at oh, me. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so wait, are you giving us a fizz or a flat?
1: Oh, it's a definite fizz. Um, Julia Roberts is at her best. Oh, I, love I, um, I it too. am really mm-hmm. and it also brings some like incredible newcomers as well or I mean not even in some familiar faces and so Lip from Shameless also stars in this and gives a really incredible portrayal of a war vet going through PTSD um, and a number of the young man that plays Walter Cruz uh, he oh gosh his name leaves me right now he is the actor from Bill Street uh, if Bill Street could talk oh, okay. he's I the lead actor about. that plays Fonny, um in yeah. if Bill Street could talk uh, but he is also kicking ass in this Bobby Cannavale is also someone else who is doing really well um, Stefan James is his name okay. uh, from the guy the, from if Bill Street could talk Stefan James is also giving an incredible uh, performance as a soldier as well in the show so if you are looking for something to watch and you don't uh, want to go out and have to buy any HBO Go Now Max, and you have prom, watch Homecoming.
0: Uh, Brag, what are you giving this? I mean, I
1: I've never seen it. Either. Okay, well then say that. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you abstain. I, I have to abstain this section.
0: I'm still in Mel's term. I'm going to give this
2: a fizzat. A fizzat. <laughs> because I haven't seen it yet either. Well, I just came up with a new term, and I'm giving it a blizz. <laughs> so, oh, go. Go oh my God. Okay. Keep yeah. up, girls. Keep Thank up. this girl's <laughs> mic. <laughs> I've never seen the show. I don't have a real opinion on it. I only know what I know about the show secondhand from other people. Some people like it. Some people don't like it. Some people can't really get into it. Some people started from season two to support Janelle Monae, but they didn't really get mm-hmm. it. Um, But I love Pretty Woman. Who doesn't love Pretty Woman? I I know it's not the 90s anymore, but who doesn't love Pretty Woman? I love her. Yeah, it was cute. Um, Not like the movie Pretty Woman, but the Pretty Woman is Julia Roberts. (laughs) I love her, so maybe I'll watch and not like it. I don't know, but there's just so much more. I gotta figure out HBO Max first before I can watch that, so.
0: All right, well, I think that pretty much does it for this episode. Um, our first in our Pride series, we want to thank Marcus Bragg and Mel Jones for joining us. It was so much fun. So fun.
2: Thank,
0: thank you, you guys. You. Trent, do you have anything you want to say? with your, um, oh, yes, I'm even a little rusty. Yeah, you tried it. I know. You at the tried end of, it. At the end of every show, we always do a moral of the story. Like, what's one thing you're taking from this episode to carry on into the to the to to your world, to your everyday life? Um, Trey, why don't you start us
1: off so that we can teach these girls how it's done? I think, I mean, what I'm taking away is just an appreciation for my chosen family um, and being able to kind of relive some of these moments with you guys here tonight um, is um, kind of just confirmation that I have a I have a great friend group uh, that is me. Okay, uh, Brag, do you wanna go? Sure, yeah, I think along the same lines, I mean, Friendship or, or true friendship is not just friends you've had since you were young, since high school or college. I mean, friendship is who you choose to be in your life I and mean, who you can confide in, who you really trust. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Um, for mine, I just
0: want to take this moment and just say racism exists. Yes. Um, it is very prevalent, it is real. It can no longer be um, side eyed or the head turned to. We have to acknowledge it and we have to fix it. So only way we'll move forward um and black lives matter
2: yeah um for me um i have a deep appreciation for the men sitting around this table um uh, thanks for being my chosen family um if there's one thing i took away from this podcast i think i heard everyone say that the moment that they knew that we were all a chosen family was the this past christmas when everyone here in town and we go home and we had a really good Christmas. For the record, I actually did go home to my uh, <laughs> my unchosen family. family, my actual family. Um, but I won't make that mistake again. Not <laughs> this Christmas, but I love you guys nonetheless. And if I recall you rushed back to be here on Christmas Day, I wasn't that did, the case okay. I did. So points for me for coming back, so. Love you guys.
0: Well, thank you all so much for listening um, to Cold Pop. Um, we're back. Season three. So be on the lookout for new episodes every week. Every other week. What did we decide? To <laughs> I don't try. try
1: to. What are we <laughs> Whenever doing? you receive we episodes. we're going to come back. Right.
0: When we put up an episode, you'll know.
1: Make sure that you follow us on social media. You can find all of our updates at Cold Pop Show on IG. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Trenton Rashad. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the
0: end. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, YouTube, and Google Play, all at Cold Pop Show. Feel free to subscribe, like, and share. And thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you all
1: in the future. Bye.